1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023.
2: All right. I don't always feel old in this little <laughs> trend lately of starting with these.
3: Uh-huh. This
2: one, though, I didn't need help with that, John. I, I didn't. I didn't need help feeling older than I am. Yes, not how happiest, I want to start today.
4: The happiest of happy seventy-first birthdays to Pat Benatar, seventy-one. weren't ready for that one, huh?
2: I wasn't ready to hear this. You'll you'll, um, you'll see the list sometimes, and this is where social media is awful. They'll say these. Here is the list of songs that are forty years old this year, or here is oh, the yeah. list of songs that are thirty years old this year. That never makes a person happy.
4: No, to see and- that list ever. That song in particular, I believe that was either 1980 or 1981, which means that song is pushing 44, 43. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. It's uh, It's been a little while. But yeah, I mean, she had such a tremendous string of hits and in an industry that was at the time dominated by men, like some of the people she shares a birthday with. Rod Stewart is 79 today. So, yeah, uh, Donald Fagan of uh, Steely Dan is 76. So, yeah, they're all getting up there.
2: Yes, indeed. Okay, I hope the kids uh, are enjoying the day off today, as many of them have out of school. My prediction is that they'll have to go tomorrow and then probably be out of school again on Friday and possibly early next week. Snow is one thing. Um, We have a lot of trouble here sending kids to school when it's really, really cold. Yeah. Buses and kids standing outside and that kind of thing.
4: Sure, and the last thing you want to have happen is for one of those kids to suffer frostbite or something else because they had to stand out at a bus stop in this kind of weather. And not only, I mean, we talked about this earlier this week as well, not only is the temperature going to drop, we're getting the wind back too. There's going to be more snow that's going to fall, and that wind chill, if you figure if the temperature, if the air temperature is going to be near zero, that wind chill is going to be far below.
2: Yeah, Um 913 586 Tell us how the last 24 hours went. How long were you without power? What did you end up doing with the kids yesterday? Are they home for a second day and you kind of don't know what to do with them? It was kind of fun because uh, Kansas City, Missouri schools yesterday were tweeting out and putting on Facebook the pictures of what the kids were doing. Again, it was really good packing snow for snowmen and that kind of thing and for building things, which was kind of fun to see the kids got that day.
4: I heard it in the neighborhood. Yeah, it was, it, we actually did go out for a little while right after the show. I had a couple of quick things needed to pick up, and as I was pulling out of the driveway, I could hear kids playing. That that like high, you know, high-pitched laughing, almost screaming sound of the kids just having an absolute blast in the neighborhood. So, I'm sure you probably heard it as well. The outages is an interesting thing. Have you seen updated numbers? Is there anybody that we know of that's still out? Hold on, and I
2: will get there really quickly.
4: Because yesterday when we took air, while you're doing that, there were somewhere in the neighborhood of 44,000 people that were reported out. And I heard Dana and Parks yesterday afternoon say that that number was already down to about 25,000. If we know that there's anybody still out, and if you are, by the way, what area of town are you in?
2: So they have, if you go to Evergy.com, and I know some of you don't have Evergy, give me a second and I'll look at the other sites. They have a big pop-up window when you first go to their site. Evergy is experiencing a large number of outages due to the winter storm. High winds in excess of 50 miles an hour have been the primary cause of the outages overnight. Crews have restored power to almost 108,000 customers wow. since the beginning of the storm. Right now, they've got it down pretty low, 1,200 customers out so far. Again, this is, it's going to hit again tomorrow. Wind blows those lines around, and you have outages because of that
4: no doubt and then i mean that causes bigger problems because as we had happened yesterday when we were talking to our representative from kcfd he said down power lines are a massive problem so that in and of itself isn't i mean that's something obviously you have to watch out for you never want to get anywhere near those but that can also cause transformers to blow i mean it's the kind of problem that can pardon the analogy, snowball fairly easily. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, 1,200, you're right. That's a very low number. That's a great record for them so far, unless you're one of those 1,200 people who at this moment is still out <laughs> of
2: power. I know, we should, we should be quiet. Um, yeah. Colin, how cold is it in the studio? Are we, is it like in the 30s in the studio then because of the cold? That's come through.
4: It's actually kind of hot. I kind of want. Is John wanted...
2: ever going back? Because at this point, it's just too. He's in a t-shirt today. I don't think that's he gets right. to do that at home or at, in the uh, studio.
4: No, I I actually just got up and turned the AC like down because I feel like I'm going to have to start taking off layers here. It's pretty toasty in the studio.
2: <laughs> yeah, just it, it's one of those can things. Of our... ever.
4: No, our furnace is either on or off. It's the only two-speed furnace in the universe.
2: Uh, so I was just looking at some of the other. Um, power outage sites really nobody's out at this point knock on wood but really it's it's Evergy's just got the 1200 and none of the other uh power services have a lot of people out um when did they get to your street yesterday
4: they finally did right after as a matter of fact we were signing off when the first plow came down our street they had been working on we're on a little cul-de-sac so we get done last and i mean it's only one block long so it's not really that much of a trial But the street that's out front of our house is the one that they were concentrating on right about 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. They did a great job with it and got out. Shawnee Mission Parkway looked fantastic. Considering the amount of snow that fell, it was all clear.
2: I finally yesterday, right after we got off the air, said, okay. We gotta go. We gotta go deal with it at some point and see what's <laughs> out there. Cause I, I wasn't even parked where I could see my car. It was pretty um it was pretty easy to to get the snow off. We talked about this and, and we will some more about the reason they call it heart attack snow is because it's heavy, but it's not icy as much. It's not as dry. So it, it gets off your car pretty easily. I ran a couple of errands and I did not do the big grocery run over the weekend when everybody else in the city did. And I wanted to make pizza last night. Like there were a couple things I just wanted to make. I was, yeah. I was nesting just a little bit last night. And so some, I missed my turn. <laughs> I, inte- I will just do this sometimes. I was driving down Ward Parkway, which was beautiful yesterday, by the way. In fact, I think Mayor Lucas posted this picture too of just the snow and the trees and the little, it's fanning over Ward Parkway and that kind of thing. But I missed my turn to go to Aldi and ended up at Trader Joe's and i pull into that parking lot thinking oh this was a bad idea like th- th- there's no way that you're <laughs> even going to get in the door there was nobody there really at trader yes. joe's yesterday
4: everybody had already been the day before yeah you made yeah. the right call in in not going when everybody else was going to be there it's funny you did pizza because jen and i about oh i don't know a couple of weeks ago i guess she had made she has the recipe for my mom's sauce and makes mm-hmm. it perfectly I mean it's it's dead on accurate it's like I'm seven again and we had some of that left over with me because it's the kind of thing you can't make a little bit of that
2: oh no (laughs) no no no, there's
4: no plus it takes work and there's only two of us so it's a full crock pot full of spaghetti and meatballs and warmed some of that up last night made some whole wheat noodles and uh you know my thing and it was it was just fantastic there's something about that I mean warm tomato sauce when it's flipping cold outside that's that that's what the doctor ordered right there
2: the smell of that is one yes. of the most magical. It's like one of those token smells out of my childhood reminds me of my grandma's house. Just the smell of that. Especially if you don't realize you have the smell in your house and you go out your door and you come back in. It's right. like, oh my gosh, this is, this is pretty amazing. I feel like we should give people um, just a couple of PSAs here about the fact that the snow is heavy. Um, in fact, there were stories this morning about the reason we call it heart attack snow. Let me just also put out there, be aware of who you, where your neighbors make sure your neighbors are okay as we go through the next few days with it getting really, really cold. Yeah. Um, And then also a little traffic note about what to do when the stoplight is out.
4: It's a four way stop.
2: Indeed, it is exactly a four way stop the
4: same as as if there were stop signs on all four corners. If you see the light out and and you're approaching the intersection, stop. If there's somebody already there stopped that was there before you let them go.
2: If there isn't, then you can go ahead and go. You don't just go through the intersection. You no. don't just go through and and say, "Well, everybody else will stop and wait for yeah. me."
4: Free ride, the lights are right.
2: out. Right, woohoo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just sort it out when we get in the middle of the intersection. You know, uh, biggest car wins. That's the kind of stuff I was witnessing yesterday. There were lights that were out on Ward Parkway yesterday, and people were just, eh, we'll, "We'll just take our chances. Just go yeah. through."
4: Yeah, that that heart attack snow thing just to underscore that is mm-hmm. it's a very real thing. And if you if you watch the newscasts up north when it gets like this, you'll see. I mean, there, there's all kinds of warnings and things that go out, and this is the perfect snow, unfortunately, to have that happen because, as you said, it's it's heavier than it looks. It's heavier than you're used to, and the chances are you haven't shoveled any snow in almost a year. So it's yeah. you know it's the kind of thing you really got to watch out for.
2: Uh, if you want to get in here. Talk about what your experiences were in the last day. nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. 586 Coming up, we have a new forecast for Saturday's game. And we can just pick on the Dolphins some more about how cold. This may end oh, up yeah. being their coldest game ever. Their last coldest game ever was also in Kansas City.
4: Yeah, and think about that. This is a team that plays in Buffalo at least once a year. They're in the same yeah. division as the Bills. And it's still, it's never been colder for them than it will be on Saturday.
2: So we'll talk more about that, we'll take a break. Uh, And we also, I feel like need to, there seems to be a lot of confusion about who can watch the game, how and when, and there's a change now for people that live in St. Joe. So we'll recap all that coming up here on KMBZ. I wanna mention, yeah, I saw this too, uh, a text that we got speaking of the cold and having to shovel your snow. It's nice when neighbors are nice to each other.
4: Yeah, I'll tell you what, and if you have the ability to do this, like we said, I mean, don't overdo it. It's very, very heavy snow, and it's probably gonna affect you a little bit more than you think it's going to, but if you have the ability, we got a text in from somebody who said, special thanks to my neighbor for who, for whatever reason, unexpectedly shoveled my driveway and wouldn't take any money when I offered. After working 312s, so I'm guessing that means you're, you're an emergency responder, woke up to a clear driveway. That is the best thing. I mean, it really is. Like we said, if you can do it, if you've got a snowblower or
2: whatever, do a little solid by your neighbors. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so I was just on Twitter, and and I just sent this to you. Uh, one of the meteorologists in town said the wind chill on Saturday for the game, uh, by the end of the game, will be 15 below zero. <laughs> this is uh, Period. Uh, West period that did this. Uh, Which is cold enough to induce frostbite within a half hour of exposure. We're going to pick on the Dolphins because it's fun and it's going to be their coldest game ever, potentially. But let me just say this to anybody that's going to the game. I'm sure if you're going to this game, you've been to a cold weather game before. And if you haven't, all the tricks to stay warm.
4: Yeah, bundle up, do all of that. I mean, if you can get those socks with the battery pack in them to keep your feet warm, those things are absolutely fantastic. Do whatever you have to do, do whatever you can. And if you are going, by the way, hit us up on the text line, 913-586-7798. If you've already got your tickets and you've made that commitment to be there, even in minus 13 degree wind chill by the end of the game, what what are you doing? What are you planning on doing to keep yourself warm through three, potentially three and a half hours worth of football?
2: here is what uh weather.com oh where did it go now is saying for uh for the weekend they're saying on sun on saturday yeah i mean that pans out it'll be a high of 11 and a low air temperature six below on saturday night wow with winds at like 15 miles an hour out of the northwest it doesn't take much at that point to get you to a really low wind chill it's gonna be one degree above zero on monday (laughs)
4: Oh, <laughs> that's not enough degrees. <laughs> we need more degrees than that. Okay,
2: double digits. Can I, nine below on Monday night. Um, OK, so the Dolphins are not used to playing in the cold, and True. this may end up being the coldest game they've ever played.
4: Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Colin, maybe you can help out with this. The Dolphins quarterback, Tua Tungo-Vailoa, where did he go to college? Do you know off the top of your head? Alabama,
5: and he won I, the national championship in 2018.
4: That's right. eighteen. I thought 19, it was at, like that. Yeah, I, I thought it was a uh, a warm weather place. So yeah, even in college, he didn't have the opportunity to play in this kind of weather.
2: Um, let's see. So CBS Sports said, uh, if the kickoff temperature drops down to five degrees, which it looks like it will, Saturday's game will become the coldest game the NFL has seen since December 2016. Um, yeah, they've been dropping the temperature through the course of the week as we've gotten closer to Saturday. That forecast, uh, the temp has been dropping. Uh, back in 1983, the Chiefs played a game where the temperature was 0. 0.5 degrees at kickoff. <laughs> that currently stands as the coldest in franchise history. Wow! Why is it always here? Why is it not Chicago that we talk about the Bears play in a cold place The Buffalo plays in a cold place? Why is it always here?
4: Right. Yeah, I don't know. And and it's funny. Buffalo gets all the snow, but it really doesn't get that cold there that often. But Chicago does. I mean, I've told the story before about driving in on the Dan Ryan Expressway into WLS in a negative 75 degree wind chill. In a, in a soft-top jeep, by the way, which is a really stupid thing to do. Don't, don't do that. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, somebody came up with a great idea. I love this on the text line. They said it's all about your feet and hands. They keep a carpet square and put that down on the concrete so that mm-hmm. your shoes are on that. It gives you a little insulation from that cold concrete. That's an excellent idea.
2: And what do they let you bring in? Because you're also trying to work around the restrictions of Arrowhead Stadium. You know, you hear about the hand warmers, like the, the yeah. things that you put in your pockets. Let us not forget about potato girl
1: who did <laughs> the potato in her pocket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you gotta do to get through. This is where I'm doing layers of, of fleece upon layers upon layers. Is there anything you can do to keep your nose warm? I mean, you're right. It's the extremities you got to worry about.
4: Yeah, outside of wearing a balaclava or a scarf or something like that, there's not really that much you can do. But just, I mean, pay attention to it too. That's the other thing. Even if you're, you know, down on a couple of beers or whatever during the game, just pay attention to what your body's telling you. Uh, another texter said, "Yeah, thankfully we're on the club level, so if we need to get inside, we can get inside." Same thing. Go go into the concourse, go into the bathroom, warm up a little bit if you have to. Whatever you need to do, make sure you get it done.
2: Several of you have said Arrowheads already said they're not allowing the carpet squares in this weekend.
4: Wow. What a of all the ti- Yeah, really, of all the times to put that restriction back in place, you'd figure when it gets that low that they get a little lax and, and they allow yeah. for more things, but apparently they've already said they're not allowing you to do that. Thank you for the update on that. So that means the people who are saying they're going to do that, you might want to leave them in the car
2: yeah um it's funny because patrick mahomes was talking about how uh he grew up in texas and didn't get games like this but yeah he'll be okay anyway uh let's talk for a second about how to watch the game because there was an update on this yesterday so the thing we were saying yesterday over and over and over again is don't worry here and in miami you're going to be able to watch it locally you'll be able to watch it on tv without having peacock so here it's going to be channel 41. then we learned yesterday um St. Joe is not technically Kansas City market, right? It's an adjacent market. And because of that, their NBC affiliate is not, is not KSHB, it's KNPG, and they are not airing the game.
4: Yeah, they can't, the NFL won't let them. So if you're in St. Joe, which by the way, is a little bit of a double punch, because first of all, it's an hour away. It's not that far. Right. And second, right. that's where the Chiefs practice facility is. I know. That's that's yeah. where all of the, you know, the summer uh, drills and all of that stuff that all goes on in St. Joe, that's really awful. But it's NFL rules, and you're right. They're technically out of market, so there's nothing much they can do about it. But if you are, if KSHB is on your cable or you get it over the air on the antenna or whatever, you'll still be able to get it.
2: So I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the last name of the defensive end. Charles O-M-E-N-I-H-U. Yeah, Omenahu, I think, is,
4: okay. is what that is. But, uh, yeah. Works he's, for me? He's he's doing a solid by the Chiefs fans.
2: Yeah, he can't change this. He can't change the fact that some of you aren't going to be able to see it uh, live based on where you are. So he is giving away 93-month Peacock memberships. He tweeted it out. Uh, he says to enter to win, reply to the tweet with why you should be picked Uh, He's picking the winners on Friday. We should scan through some of these responses and see what people have said. (laughs) It's had 2,500 responses so far. I'll bet. Um, And he tweeted it uh, last night. So that way more people can watch the game.
4: Yeah, and, and 900 I mean, that's nice. It would be, I wonder if any of the other Chiefs players are going to follow suit and say, you know what, we'll take care of you for a month of Peacock. What's a month of Peacock? Nine bucks, something Probably. like that. Yeah. And it's another one of those services that you can get for one month and then cancel it. You know, if you really need to, that's that is an option.
2: I'm laughing because every other tweet that I see right now is just commending him for doing this, it's, yeah. not, it's not saying why they want it. Several people have said, I live in Omaha. I live in wherever. And so they're outside the market to be able to see it. But really it's everybody saying, nice gesture. Good on you. Yeah.
4: Yeah, really. It's such a great idea. And for community outreach, you figure if he's doing 900 of them and they are nine bucks a month or or somewhere in that neighborhood, then what's that costing him? You know, $10,000 for a for an NFL player. He's got that, (laughs) you know, he's got that to spend. So, yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on him. But yeah, again, good on him. And by the way, one quick PSA, because I noticed this this morning. Uh, If you are going to the game and you're going to be wearing your Chiefs red, There will very probably be people around you (laughs) as (laughs) as we pick on the Dolphins once again, who will be wearing, of all things, Buffalo Bills jerseys. I follow the group, the Bills Backers of Kansas City, because of course I do, on uh, on Facebook, and they were all talking about, you know what, we would love to go to the game. This is one of those times when the people in the Bills jerseys are your friends. They are there (laughs) to root against the Dolphins. So if you see that, give them a high five for us.
2: And if you want to get in here, uh, 913-586-7798. If you have questions, feel free. We'll do do what we can to uh, give out the knowledge here. Uh, We'll take a break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes on KMBZ.
0: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. Game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.
0: All right. I thought I said 93 month memberships.
2: Did I not? You did. You, did.
4: you got it right. I screwed correct? up. Yeah. I, I, oh. For some reason, I added a zero to it and thought he was doing 900 of them. It's, yeah, 90 for three months, which comes out to a grand total at 599 a month of a little over $1,600. Still, great gesture.
2: Yes. Usually it's me that gets it wrong. That's why I didn't mean (laughs) to cost you any money,
4: Charles.
1: (laughs)
2: Sorry. (laughs) Usually it's me that sees one thing on the computer and my brain takes it a different way. And my mouth doesn't know. So uh, at least it wasn't me this time. Okay. uh, We go to Canada for this next story. (laughs) Um, And we have a couple of weird ones like this today.
4: Yeah. There's a young woman by the name of Christina Leah Gilchrist. And she's in a little bit of trouble with the law right now. Christina Gilchrist is a sex worker in Canada. Thing is, that's not why she's in trouble with the law. She's in trouble with the law because, well, first of all, we should state that selling sex in Canada is not illegal. You can do that there. It's been decriminalized. The reason she's in trouble is that she offered a special military discount. (laughs) So on whatever platform she advertises, she said, hey, I'll give you the special military discount and then went so far as to post pictures of herself in a military uniform. She's not a member of the military, and that's against the law. She also had pictures of herself, oh, let's say, engaged with some of her clients who were military in their military uniforms, and that you can't do either. So they're going after her for uh, for improper use of a military uniform. It sounds like what they're really punishing her for is enticing members of the service to visit a prostitute, but they got her the only way they could.
2: I'm going to ask what may seem like a dumb question, but at least uh-huh. I'm acknowledging that. Is it also, it, it is illegal to sell sex in Canada. Are we at all concerned about the men that bought the sex in Canada?
4: That, that's the thing. It's not. You can do that. It's it's legal. That's so, that's what I mean.
2: So oh, yeah. It's, it's It's illegal to sell... Oh, selling of sex... You did a double negative and that threw me off. Okay. Selling of sex in Canada is legal.
4: It's legal, right. So I would assume that if if selling your own body is legal, then buying someone else's is also legal, at least... Or renting it, (laughs) you know? Um, So yeah, I don't think that they would be in trouble for that, but they would be in trouble for appearing in uniform, kind of, you know, if, if you're half in and half out, shall we say, uh, then yeah, they could conceivably go after the soldiers as well.
2: Uh, There's a line in this story, um, military police said in a message to her, uh, upon review of your website, congrats to everyone who had that job, it was noticed that you were not only advertising your services wearing a military uniform, which is a controlled piece of clothing. Yep. I've never heard it called that before.
4: No, and that's just a fancy way of saying if you're not in the military, you can't wear a military uniform. And they must have stricter laws than we do on that. I know, like here, you can go to an army surplus store and buy a bomber jacket or whatever. And and it can even have a name on it. What it can't have is I think it can't have a rank insignia. Okay, Um, And I don't know if it can have the name of the service on it. Somebody who knows more than I do about those rules. Let us know uh, what you're supposed to have and what you're not. And The stolen valor thing is a big deal, which is why you can't have any insignia, rank insignia, medals, anything like that, ribbons. That's all verboten.
2: I think this is interesting because her argument, and I wish this was here because we'd be clearer about the law. Uh, Her argument against it was she has repeatedly said in her advertising she is not, nor has she ever been, a member of the military. She said, I've never gone in public pretending to be a soldier. And then she said, people in movies dress up as soldiers and they're not impersonating soldiers why do military police think that i am
4: it would surprise me if they didn't put that in the law if if there's not an exception in the law already for performance for you know showing right. up at a play or something else like that and i can see her point but if for her to say i've never appeared in public in a uniform well you kind of did i mean if your <laughs> yeah.
2: website is if your website is public then yes that counts um military commanders also took the highly unusual step of telling soldiers about her and troops were warned to stay away from the sex worker.
4: Yeah, guess how well that worked.
2: Yeah, I'm going to guess the opposite happened. I'm going to guess you had military members who said, well, I didn't know about her until now, but now I do.
4: You're exactly right, because not only did they tell the soldiers that she was in trouble for this and warn them to stay away from her, the soldiers then, of course, looked this up on the web and found out that she gave military discounts. So right. it was free advertising for her by, by telling the soldiers that was not a bright move.
2: Well, then I also wonder, this is me going heady with it, but if military commanders told military members about her that didn't already know about her, uh-huh. and they went to her because of that, that feels a little bit like entrapment to me. You know what yeah, I mean? It does. She can say... I didn't tell them about me. You did.
4: Right. Well, and they, they they weren't real clear on it either because they said that the command warned them not to go to her. But it didn't say that they threatened any punishment. You know what I mean? It didn't say, yeah. if, if we catch you going to see this sex worker, then you're going to spend 30 days in the brig. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, we don't want you to. Now, if you're up for a promotion, it'd probably be a good idea to stay away from her. Mm-hmm.
2: Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. If you have insight, we can go to the phones. Daryl's called us up out of Lenexa. Hey, Daryl.
3: Yeah, it's an interesting story. I and I want to confess, I am not a Canadian uh, prostitution law expert. Okay. But I know a little bit about. Maybe there's one out there today, and you ought to talk to that person. But prostitution, if you, if you look at the law in Canada, it isn't legal in Canada. So you got to be careful here. Um, they don't prosecute prostitutes as they consider prostitutes to be victims. But virtually everything else about prostitution, uh, buying it, advertising it, pimping it, is still illegal in Canada. One thing people often mistake, and not necessarily on this issue, is whether something is illegal or whether it's a criminal uh, 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 prosecutable uh, event. A lot of things are not criminal, but they're still illegal. Criminal acts you go to jail for. Illegal acts, you just get fined for.
4: Okay, yeah. In, in this case, according to the Ottawa Citizen, they say the selling of sex in Canada is legal. So well, if that's, if that's well, wrong...
3: Well, that's a, yeah, it's a little exaggeration. They don't prosecute prostitutes because they consider prostitutes victims. So you can gotcha. say, yeah, it's legal, but you can't say prostitution is legal. Because that's, really, that's an exaggeration way on the other end.
4: Got it. Okay, and so in that case, they could conceivably go after the Johns. They could conceivably go yeah. after the members of the military that are patronizing her.
3: And, and a lot of people think that's unfair, but that's just the way the Canadians look at the that prostitution is a victim crime. And uh, they can go after people who purchase it, advertise it, pimp in it, sell it. You just don't prosecute the prostitutes.
4: Gotcha. All right, well, thanks for the clarification.
2: This is clear as mud to me now. We We won't ask him how he knows. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is it's, absolutely confusing. How did this come um, up? Um, uh, so so far only she, uh, has been threatened to be. They haven't even charged her. They've just basically told her, "Knock it off." Yeah, or we're, so, we're coming to get you.
4: Yeah, probably not a bad idea. I mean, she could conceivably, even though the advertising, according to him, is is still against the law, she could still offer the military discount. Just don't do it in uniform.
2: Right, right. And now words out. So. Yep. I think she. I think she's. And just offer other, offer other discounts if you want to other professions <laughs> where they don't care. I kind of want to know what the discount was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, oh, you there could probably is. look her up and find out. Twenty
4: five percent. There you go. What a deal. I, now it, it doesn't say twenty five percent off of what, but whatever it is, it's twenty five percent less than the average guy would pay.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Say, you feel free to look more up about that if that <laughs> intrigues <laughs> no, you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm fine. All right, uh, so then we go to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and this one's interesting to me a little bit because um, it is not unusual for someone who is off-duty to still do their job, just because that's that's still what they do for a living. And so you have a firefighter who was off-duty and spotted a fire and tried to get involved. Yeah, and and you have two problems here. The first
4: one, this guy's name is Jacob Wellbaum, and he's with the Nashville Fire Department. Now, Nashville is in Davidson County, where this fire happened was in Rutherford County, which is the next county over. And Rutherford County Fire and Rescue had already responded. They were already working on the fire. But for some reason, as this guy drove by and saw this scene, he thought they were doing it wrong. And as the expert, he figured, I'll go and and just get right in the middle of this. And he went in and grabbed some protective gear, some fire protective gear, presumably off of one of the trucks, and went into the house and started shouting out orders to all of the firemen who were already in there fighting the fire, effectively taking over command of a unit that he had no connection to.
2: He also was in plain clothes. I mean, it's it's not... Firefighters carry...
4: Do right. firefighters he carry like, a
2: badge? They have uh, a...
4: That's a good question. Do they have anything
2: know. that identifies them as a firefighter? My mom, when she was a volunteer firefighter, had like a shield that
4: she wore on her coat. That makes sense. And you see that on the uniforms, too. I mean, when they're right. giving a press conference or whatever. But when they said he, he took protective gear, I'm assuming that that was probably a helmet yeah. and, the, and the fireproof and waterproof jacket that he put on over his street clothes and then went in. But... I mean he he was arrested for this Mm -hmm. he would not leave and they kept telling him you're not a part of this you're not a part of this fire department get out because at that point that would be no different than you or me wandering into a fire while the firefighters were there trying to put it out
2: especially oh yeah but it feels like there's a gray area here the problem is that he didn't identify himself as a firefighter when he got there He just kind of ran in and started shouting orders without giving himself the credibility when he got there. Again, I I use the analogy of a police officer who will often respond to things if they're off duty. But do you respond to things if it's not your jurisdiction?
4: Right. And, And here's the tricky part with this story in particular is that they've now charged him with five counts, five counts of reckless endangerment. Yeah. And the reason why it's five counts is because of the four other people that were in there with him, the four other firefighters, because they're making the case that by going in and barking out orders that were not they, they had no weight to them, that he was effectively putting the other four firefighters lives in danger along with his own. So yeah. I,
2: uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's at least in the way. And you're causing confusion. What if you have new firefighters in that department and you're still getting to know faces and names and you think he's in charge? I mean, you think he's with the department and you think he has authority there. And what if he's yelling out orders that aren't right? What if he's not a good firefighter and he's yelling out orders that are not what they're supposed to be doing?
4: Yeah. And I love the quote from the woman who owned that, because at some point during all of this ruckus, the woman who owns the house along with her husband, they both showed back up separately from each other, but they both showed back up at the house and saw all of this going on. And I mean, from their standpoint, they're thinking the same thing you just said, which is, okay, this is gonna be a lot more efficient if that guy's gone out of here and they can just concentrate on doing their jobs. She said, it's very worrisome. And to think of, could they have done their job quicker? What was he doing inside our home? Why did they have to
2: remove him from our home? It's very bothersome. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. The Nashville Fire Department, his boss, is sort of trying to figure out what to do here. Um, so far, he has been placed on alternate duty and is not responding to emergencies or working with the public. Part of those, I think, are they waiting to see how this court case turns out? It might not be an issue then if he's, if he's going to spend some time behind bars. Mm-hmm. But that's a you-don't-trust-someone's-judgment problem.
4: Yeah, and if it, you're a firefighter, you need to. It almost sounds like that they're going to go with, I mean, reckless endangerment. They'll probably find him if he hasn't offended before. I mean, and if he's a firefighter, you probably hasn't because that can cost you your job. But they'll probably find him. They'll probably whack him on the wrist. Nashville FD, though, is going to have a big decision to make here about him because of exactly what you said. Can you trust this guy, even in your own fire scene, if he if he already thinks he knows it all? If he already thinks that he's the end all and be all of firefighters, is he going to take orders from somebody that he doesn't agree with?
2: Yeah, I wish we knew more about him. How old is he? Thirty one. Yeah. So he's probably been with Nashville Fire Department for a while, for a little while. Yeah, if, mean, know, if he did it seven, right after. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's concerning. Uh, if you have comments on this, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Coming up, the Cyber Truck. It's ugly. We knew that it, it's also useless in a lot of ways. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Tesla has marketed the cyber truck as this rugged major, lot of power pickup truck capable of withstanding anything. No matter what you hit it with, it can, it'll be just fine. Except snow, apparently. Yeah,
4: Yeah. it seems to have stopped at can this thing get out of its own driveway in the snow? We talked, what was it, about three weeks ago about the Cybertruck video that was going viral because it got stuck in the snow, but it was stuck in the snow kind of out in the in the wilderness it was down in a ditch and they were trying to go through and they got stuck and a Ford F-150 had to come and pull it out which I'm sure Ford was just over the moon going (laughs) yeah make sure everybody sees that the F-150 had to pull the Cybertruck out now video is going viral and what you see is you're driving by a driveway in the snow looks like colorado there's pine trees everywhere and all of this and this cyber truck cannot get up the driveway now there's a lot of snow there but the guy who's driving is in a pickup truck and as he drives by he yells out the window yeah i'll have elon come and get you out <laughs> so clearly they're having a little bit of fun with it too
2: so one of the sites that I saw this on um, and this was a little bit more of an essay said it part of it might be the demographic of who it might be the user that the demographic of people buying a cyber truck might be first time truck buyers who yes. aren't used to trucks.
4: Very much so. And I mean, the fact that we've now had two videos, there's not that many of these cyber trucks out there yet. No. And the fact that we've now had two videos of, of it getting stuck in the snow is plenty for, and they point this out, Electrek is the ones that were mm-hmm. doing this story. And they have a kind of a vested interest. I mean, they're their whole reason for existing their raison d'être is to have uh, a a platform to promote electric vehicles so yeah they're going to be on the other side they're going to be on the side of this is the greatest thing ever and they said well you got to remember like you said that the early adopters are going to be Tesla fans. They're not necessarily going to be truck guys, so they don't really know. And there's also the fact that they come with all-terrain tires, which aren't really snow tires. And if you don't change them out to snow tires, then that can be a problem for you as well. So they're trying to backstop this. But I mean, now that we've had with a very small number of trucks on, a, on the road, at least two of them show up in videos where they're getting stuck in the snow, I'm not so sure I would trust this thing if the snow was falling.
0: The
2: other thing they're saying is that they're available in California and Texas, which is not known for snow. (laughs) It's not known in general being a place where you would know how to, there is skill in driving in the snow. I mean, not a lot, but there is a little bit to knowing what you're doing behind the wheel of a a car.
4: Yeah, the thing is though, I mean, from my standpoint, okay, Ford has been making the F-150 for a very long time. Chrysler has been making the Ram for a very long time. GM has been making the GMC's and and the Chevy pickups, the Silverado's and all of that for a very long time. Making cars is hard. (laughs) Every time we talk (laughs) about a, a foible with Tesla, it comes back to that. And I think that making a truck that's able to handle in the snow is a skill that you learn over time. And they've had a hundred year head start on Tesla. I mean, Tesla makes cars, the, the the little electric cars that they make are designed to be on the road in good conditions. It's an entirely different world when you're trying to make something that can go through anything. And I just don't think they know what they're doing.
2: My problem with Tesla is that they release the vehicles before they know what they're doing. Yep. They, j- they j- and I don't know if that's the arrogance of Elon Musk. I don't know what that is. Yes, it but is. My problem is it, that's what <laughs> yeah. it feels like. Like, it, it's the arrogance of, you're going to want this, even if it's bad, because it's Tesla. And yeah. you'll trust us to figure it out eventually.
4: Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, Elon Musk is a marketing guy. That's, that's his deal. And so what you're going to hear is you're going to hear all kinds of defenses, and you're going to hear all kinds of things like this, like this article out of Electrek, that are trying to give excuses as to why it isn't very good at what they say it's very good at.
2: Yeah. Somebody just said it's for show, not for snow. Yeah. That's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 And in places where you wouldn't normally get snow, that's going to gonna be in
4: the in F-150 early. ad next time around, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Exactly. Whoever came up with it. Good job. All right. Coming up, we'll switch gears. Uh, we need to talk about the defense for a man accused in a shooting at a the East high school. Talk about that coming up on KMBZ.